don't be scared now, but it looks like you just wandered straight into you mind country. That's you mind, short for unaffiliated mind games, and you ain't never gonna be the same again. Brace yourself. It's time for red hot truth injection. Oh yeah! That's right, bitch. We're rounding up the sheeple and shaking them awake. You mind? Too damn bad. We're gonna set fire to the wool over your eyes. Feel the burn, baby. Hot damn. We're toppling the lies of the lamestream media one by one. Woo-wee. Watch them bad boys fall. Hey, Universe A. This is Universe B, Colin, and we're gonna tear you a new one. You mind? Okay. Hey, everybody. It's me, Napoleon Doom, and I'm here once again with uh, everybody's favorite special guest, apparently. Hi, Scratch. Good evening. <laughs> so, um, I guess we're going to ask you some questions. Some of the listeners uh, have submitted their questions to you, so that's that's flattering, right? Ask your questions. Okay, well, I, I guess that's what we're here to do, right? Yay! This is going to be fun. Maybe, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, um, you know, I guess the first question on everybody's mind is, uh, did it hurt? Did what hurt, child? Uh, you know, when you fell from heaven. Of course it didn't hurt. Matter of fact, it was rather relieving, and now I had a little more freedom to do as I saw fit. Oh, well, yeah. I've always found it really kind of exhilarating to be fired. Please don't fire me, though. I mean, like, you know, in, in the mortal world, just because I always hate my co-workers, and I always hate my boss. I don't hate you. You're great. You're the best. Um, but, you know, it's just like, you know, screw, screw you guys. I'm going home. Yeah. If I fire you, you will certainly know about it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> At least for an instant. Okay. So it's not going to be one of those things where you just cut my hours and you leave me wondering. There'll just be a puff. Oh, Neat. Well, at least the obituary will be interest. You can't kill me. Why not? I am Mr. Scratch. <laughs> You've tried. Come on. We both know that I'm immortal. And uh, if, if you don't know about that, then you go ahead and you listen to the Creeping Wave radio podcast. It's an audio drama where you can definitely hear a little bit more about uh, my personal story. <laughs> yeah, it's neat. Oh, oh, look, here's one from your daughter, Gally. Good. Yeah. What does she have to ask me that she cannot ask me face to face? I I don't know. I'm you know what I <laughs> that's between you and her. Um so yeah, Gally asks, "What is the best sacrifice you have ever received?" Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Sons and daughters are always the best. Okay, that that yeah, that's Okay. You know what? Um we're going to go to the next question. Um, oh, Nick the Rat. You remember Nick the Rat, don't you? Certainly. I keep a very keen eye on him. Oh. All his shenanigans. Yes. Very keen eye on Nick the Rat. Well, that's that's always nice. Now, he is asking us via Twitter. Um, he would like to know, what is the most powerful bone? 
Are all bones equally bony, or do some bones contain more power than others? Uh, and I should let you know that Danny Warbucks on Twitter uh, proclaims it to be the ham bone. Uh, how, how do you feel about that? I am not anatomist. Oh, no? I mean... I deal with souls. Right. This corporeal housing that we have is not my concern. Oh, well, that's a little evasive. I mean, you don't even want to, like, hazard a guess? What would I know about bones? Yeah, that could go a lot of ways. We're just going to go to the next question, I guess. Um... Oh, yay. So, yeah, we have one from Jack Billings. He does a podcast about his uh, neighborhood and his friends and going on and stuff like that. Um, he says, oh, bud, I have some dark questions. He called you bud. That's nice. He says, oh, bud, I have some dark questions to ask about my neighbor friends and neighborhood goings on. So, okay. Wow. So he is, of, of course, you know. From Reading, Ohio. So you know, Reading, Reading, Ohio, or, or is it Reading, Ohio? I I'm not sure. Um, it's it's a nice place. I mean, Ohio. Um, some would call it Michigan's bitch. Uh, why why is that? <laughs> no, I, that is not my concern. Relationships between states. No. So I yeah I I I guess not. Boundaries are of no importance to me. There are people who like to make deals with me in every state. Oh, well, that's good. I, I guess that that's not so much a, a question as a, a statement, Jack, so I guess it's, it's a little hard for... Uh, but as far as the activities occurring in his neighborhood, uh -huh. you must remember, I just influence. I do not take a hand. I do not actively do anything or make anyone do anything that they wouldn't do themselves of their own free will. Oh, yeah. That whole free will thing with humans is, is kind of a nasty bit, isn't it? <laughs> so. It is what you desire. Yeah. I only give you that choice. Right. So you kind of say, like, you could choose from option A or you could choose from option B, and it's really on you if you, you go with the, the wrong one, the, the sinful one. Ah, uh, but what is sin? Yeah, what, well, I guess, what, what is sin? You would be an expert. It is a human concept, Napoleon. Mm -hmm. You tell me. Um, when you do something, you're not supposed to, but that's very situational, isn't it? <laughs> what is it that you're supposed to do? Um, Remember, free will. Yeah. Uh, gosh. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a puzzler. I don't know. Yeah. It would be nice if they gave you, like, a playbook or something like that. I guess they don't really do that. I mean, you got the Ten Commandments and stuff, and I guess it's so long as you don't goof on those? Those were not my commandments to give. No, no, guess not. So, yeah, well, that's fun. I guess then we'll just uh, go. Oh, yeah. Um, Ivana from the Gray Area Haunted Market. We actually uh, spoke to her in person. Uh, and uh, we're going to go ahead and have those questions for the podcast here. Um, now, I know Ivana asked, how long have you been giving advice? And how do you know so much? 
I know so much because I am Mr. Scratch. Mm-hmm. And much like the character, the shadow, I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you know what evil lurks in the hearts of men? Certainly. So, like, if Alec Baldwin were to portray you in a movie, would you be flattered by that? I like Mr. Baldwin. Do you? He was very interesting as that character. And what was the name of that character? Uh, Lamont Cranston. Oh. And again, Lamont, he's a great character. A fallen angel of his own design. Yeah, yeah. And yet, he uses free will to hopefully bring himself back. No, I mean, honestly, the shadow is all about not allowing people free will. The shadow kind of takes control of people's minds and makes them do things against their will and changes what they're able to see, changes the reality that they perceive. I mean, that's that's exactly the opposite. (laughs) Maybe that's why Lamont was a real person. Him and I would be seeing each other again. Oh, well, I, I think, yeah, that, that would be interesting. <laughs> Rather than, uh, I think in the movie it was uh, Genghis Khan or Genghis Khan or the son of Genghis Khan or some, something like that. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's a good movie. I liked it. Very, very interesting movie. Um, so obviously you're a fan and that is something that I, I didn't know about you until right now. So, um, Ivana also asks, when was the beginning? It was in the beginning. Oh. Nothing more, nothing less. Wow. Good. That's nice. Um, oh, okay. So Ivana also asks, what is your most memorable experience that you can share? This is going to be a fun one. Human beings are such an interesting species, and as far as... The most memorable thing that ever happened to me or I caused happen, that changes daily. Oh. Because humans are always making the right choice. When you're so saying- every day is a brand new, exciting experience. So- and just to see how far human beings can degrade themselves and drag everything else down with them. So when you're saying the right choice, you're doing this thing with your eyebrow, does that mean you actually mean the wrong choice? What is right and what is wrong? Um, yeah, that one again. <laughs> that's, that's a toughie. That's a toughie. Okay, um, we're going to go ahead and move on. Uh, thank you, Ivana. Oh, oh no, actually, Ivana does have one more question for you. Um, hopefully it doesn't stir up too many bad memories, but um, what was the fall like, um, and did you land on your head? I'm going to keep this as a joke, as it was meant to be originally, and just say, no, it was not my head that I landed on, but maybe the other end. Oh. <laughs> wow. So that you you mean your 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 booty, right? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um Danny Cavallo says, uh that outfit though, with an exclamation point and a devil emoji Um, I mean, it looks like he either meant that as a compliment or it's a typo, and that's supposed to be a, um, question mark. So, so that outfit, though? 
I am Mr. Scratch. Uh-huh. In any way I appear to humans, it is going to be the most stylish. Yeah. The most beautiful. Yeah. And yes, sometimes the most sinister. Oh. Yeah, well, you got the sinister part down. I can say that. Um, Josie. Oh, hey. Hey, Josie. I haven't talked to you in a while. She she asks, uh, did you know that Napoleon and your daughter Margot are um, um, are super duper besties? Yep. Yes. Yes, that's true. With friendship bracelets and the whole deal. Yes. Did, did you know? Besties. Do you remember? I am Mr. Scratch. Yes. I know everything. Uh, I'm gonna hope you now don't. Now need I remind you mm -hmm. of the discussion we had just a few minutes ago about being fired. <laughs> yes, and I took it that you mean the fire thing, literally. So. Some can say that. Okay. Neat. Well, on Tumblr, it looks like Books and Quotes has made a couple posts, um, and not to be presumptuous, but I'm just going to presume that these were for the show. Um, Books and Quotes is clearly a clairvoyant communicating with the other side. Oh, that that's something fun. You guys have that in common. Um, and their first question comes from Mike Ditka. Oh, that's nice. Um, so it says, before you can win... You have to believe you're worthy, Mike Dicka. And books and quotes, you forgot to put a question mark on that, but I read it like there was one there anyway. <laughs> so, um, before you win, you have to believe you're worthy? I'm always worthy. Sure. But what about me? I mean, someone like me, you know? You're still here, are you not? There's that. I guess that constitutes a win. Okay. And if this is the a quote from the Mike Dicker that I'm thinking of, uh -huh. go Bears! Oh, <laughs> you're a you're a sports fan. Sports are just conflict. Yeah, in more controlled atmosphere. You have a team that you like? I personally am a Spartan. Oh, you like college football? Most certainly. Wow. Well, that's, that's interesting. What is it about college football that uh, ensnares somebody like you? <laughs> Just enjoy the game. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, uh, go Spartans. Yay. So you have uh, support on the other side, guys. So good for you. Uh, yay, Michigan. So, well, no? Do not say that word. Michigan? Without the state. Yay, Michigan State. Exactly. All right, there's two colleges in Michigan, huh? Certainly. Yeah, oh, the other one you're not a fan of. They're a good school. Mm -hmm. But in football, they are the rival. Oh, yeah, so you're, you're not into the maize and blue then. Well, that's, that's okay. <laughs> so, all right, guys, well, you, you know where Scratch stands on uh, football. So that's that's nice. That's something that we uh, I didn't expect to uncover today. So that's very exciting. Uh, another from Books and Quotes again. Oh, wow. And they're offering us this gem. Uh, 
Sometimes God doesn't change your situation because he's trying to change your heart. Uh, again, you forgot the question mark, but I, I got you, boo. So, so Scratch, sometimes God doesn't change your situation because he's trying to change your heart. I am Mr. Scratch. Uh-huh. I am not God. No, no, trust me, I know. But you and God, you used to be like hip with each other, right? I was his favorite, most beautiful. Yeah. So not so much anymore, huh? I am still the most beautiful. Well, I think so, but you also signed my checks. So, um, yeah. So you guys did used to be really close, though. I mean, if I recall one biblical, okay, I'm looking at your face, and you are not willing to talk about that, and I do not want to be set on fire. So, okay. Quite perceptive. <laughs> Starting to learn, yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, wow, fun, fun. This is quite the interview. Oh boy. So on Tumblr, um, uh, so you also do have a couple of young ladies on Instagram who seem very insistent that you look at their nudes, but that doesn't work so well on a podcast. So, um, yeah. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no. Um, well, great. So, um, you have, <laughs> I, I, uh, I know you don't play favorites. But I do kind of want to know, uh, who are your favorite additions to Hell, and why? Every addition to Hell is my favorite. Mm. Why is that? We don't play favorites in Hell. No. Everyone suffers equally. Oh. Well, that's nice. I mean, so equality is alive and well uh, in Hell. Um, oh. Angel food cake or devil's food cake? Devil's food, of course. And um, how do they get their names, actually? Why would I care about that? I, I mean, I, I don't know. If, like, they had a cake called a Napoleon. Oh, they do. Yeah, there's a pastry called the Napoleon. It's, it's pretty good, actually. It's flaky and fluffy and, yeah, like, you know, <laughs> it's good. You ever have one? Certainly. You like it? Most assuredly. I, I wasn't named after the pastry, <laughs> as far as I know. Um, but there is also another pastry called a cream puff. Right. <laughs> that That's probably good that they didn't name me that. Um, why must there be evil in the world? What is evil? Uh, I don't know. Okay, so like... Uh, One person's evil deed might be something considered good from another point of view. Oh, so like if a man steals bread to feed his family, is that evil or is that good, right? It depends on who is the observer. Yes. All right, well, that that's rational. I'll go with that. Um, what was heaven like? Uh, is it worth the whole not masturbating and not lying, not murdering? I, I mean, not that I've ever murdered somebody, or I, I guess, I mean, vampires, but, um, I, you know, uh, is, is, it, is it worth the hype? Heaven is heaven. Mm -hmm. Much like hell is hell. I mean, that, that's not really descriptive. It depends on who 
is observing it. It's, I mean, it's really good that you don't work in marketing or something like that because, I mean, like, that's like saying, like, the Ramada Inn is the Ramada Inn. And, you know, Crest Toothpaste is Crest Toothpaste. It's like, yeah. But it all depends on who the observer is. Many people have very different interpretations of what heaven and hell is. Yeah. I, for one, was kind of surprised, I guess. Um, I guess, okay, so personal question from me. Um, why is it so hard to keep a pair of socks paired I mean, like, after they get separated, if you wear unmatching socks, like, even once, even by accident, then those socks are never going to get matched again. And is there a deeper spiritual meaning to that, or nah? Napoleon. Yeah. You live with me. Yes. If you want to keep your socks paired, do the laundry once in a while. Oh. I mean, I guess that would solve things. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm just so busy with the podcast and, you know, assisting you and all. And, okay. Um, so then, sure. Um, I guess I may be on the lighter side. Um, you know, a while back in the human world, and I'm not sure if you heard about this, uh, people were saying that Harry Potter was promoting devil worship, what with the witches and wizards and the occultism and all that kind of stuff. Um, do you follow the series? Yes, I do. Oh. At least the movies. Oh, okay, okay, but you, you didn't read the books. I just started. Oh, okay, interesting. You're... Harry Potter is a wonderful story, very entertaining. Oh. Well. And I do suggest that if you are not familiar with Harry Potter, that you certainly read the books, or see the movies, you will find it very, very entertaining. Oh, so, so did you have, uh, did you encourage J.K. Rowling's to do that, or? She has her own free will. Oh. And her own intellect. Oh, okay. Who's your favorite character? <laughs> you know mine. I don't really have a favorite character. They all shine in their own particular way. Oh. oh. They're all dark in their own particular way, too. And, you know, while we're on the subject, I mean, maybe it's not a question so much as just like a way of life, but uh, turn to page 394. I mean, that's such a great line. It can be. Yeah. I mean, should, should, should I just keep to like inserting it into every conversation and annoying everybody I know? You are... The best at doing that. I really am. It's, it's a great talent. Um, yeah. So, um, do you have a favorite film representation, speaking of films, of the devil? I like Al Pacino. Yeah? He did a very good job. Yeah, so so Devil's Advocate. You, you like that one. But on the lighter side, because me being Mr. Scratch have many different facades. Yeah, you are a multifaceted being. That's true. And the Oingo Boingo version oh, was yeah. very entertaining, too. Oh, you're talking about In Forbidden Zone, Danny Elfman's interpretation of the devil. Yes. Hmm. Very nice. So, yeah, that was a good movie. Uh, I, I, I highly recommend that if you haven't seen it yet. I might not go that far. No? But it was certainly very entertaining. Hmm. 
Yeah. So I, I really liked that one a lot. It was, it was pretty great. Um, so yeah, guys, definitely. Um, you know, I gotta say that I think Jack Nicholson was actually fairly accurate in the witches of Eastwick. And now that I've met you, I mean, we do eat a lot of cherries down here, I've got to say. And there is a gateway to hell in the Traverse City Airport. Traverse City, of course, being the cherry capital of the world, possibly the universe. I, I don't know. I know a lot of people thought there was one in Denver, uh, but no, it, it is actually, I is there one in Denver? There are gateways everywhere. Yeah. There's probably not a location that can be named. That there's not a gateway to hell somewhere close. Hmm. Well, that's comforting. Um, so, uh, Traverse City, again with the Michigan. Um, what is the deal with the devil in Michigan? I don't believe there is an issue with the devil in Michigan. That's not an issue everywhere else in the world. So, so you're not particularly fond of Michigan. Michigan is a fine place to be. Well, I mean, there's a city in Michigan called Hal, Michigan. What an excellent name, I might add. Did, did you did you do that? Was that you? Certainly not. And it is hard to envision it being an actual hell in the wintertime. Oh, right, because I guess it would freeze over, wouldn't it? It gets pretty cold in Michigan. Yes, and we do not want to go to an old saying about hell freezing over. No, no, <laughs> that would be cliche. We don't like that kind of stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the, the airport in Denver, it has a statue of Anubis in one of the terminals and this giant horse statue with glowing red eyes that supposedly killed the sculptor. Um, I mean, do you think that the guy who made that airport was trying to get your attention or he's maybe a fan? I do not know. No? No. Oh. So, wow. Okay. I mean, I, I've never been to the Denver, Denver airport, but that sounds pretty cool. I guess you and Anubis, though, like you're not, you're, you're kind of mutually exclusive things. It's, you're not Anubis. We, we need to clarify for people, though. He is an old Egyptian god. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, not, not the same. He's uh, the, the death keeper here, the, the kind of gatekeeper of death. And you kind of serve a different role. Certainly. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so I do need to ask you, uh, have you ever danced with anyone in the pale moonlight? Because there's this guy who keeps saying that you did. Only Jack Nicholson. Just him? He's one that likes to dance in the pale moonlight. So do you, like, call him up and you're just like, hey, Jack, uh, you want to go dancing? And That was a character in a movie. So it's Joker. So that didn't happen. You're, you're giving me the look that says, why are you so stupid? And people give me that look quite a lot. So, okay. Well, uh, you know, speaking of uh, Batman um, and the Joker, um, did you know that Michael Keaton wants to return for a live-action Batman Beyond? Uh, my friend the Robert told me on Twitter. What do you think about that? I enjoy Batman very much. Who's and your... the Joker. Yeah? Mr. Freeze. He's more of a romantic. He's probably my favorite. You, you like the Arnold Schwarzenegger Mr. Freeze? Or more like the animated like series? The character of Mr. Freeze. It doesn't matter who betrays him. Oh. So yeah, you, you kind of like that whole romantic, like, frozen wife thing going on. I am at heart 
romantic. Oh, so the devil is all about romance, guys. But as you've said before, I did not fall alone. You did not fall alone. That's that's right. There were other angels who fell with you. So, yeah. Well, that's true. Um, and I guess there's probably something going on there that I probably don't want to know about. Um, so, <laughs> are you a Michael Keaton fan, though? Like, do you think that he he's too old to be Batman? I mean, Batman Beyond, he's an old Batman. I mean, do you like Michael Keaton? Yes, very much. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I especially enjoyed him in Mr. Mom. That was that was good. Yeah, um, and you being kind of a single dad to a lot of little Hellspawn, um, you you probably you know could relate to his yes, situation. I can relate. Have you ever fed a baby chili? We live in hell. Not a lot of chili in hell, is what you're saying? It's already hot. True, true. So it's not chilly weather down here so much. It's, but we do eat a lot of cherries. I, I, I can vouch for that. Uh, I mean, like, I really like Michael Heaton. I think he's great. And especially in Beetlejuice. I mean, honestly, if, if I had been in Lydia's place in Beetlejuice, then that wedding scene would have gone down a whole lot differently. You know? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Anyway, um, so, okay, um, that movie, I, I know it's just a movie, right? But don't, don't shut me down just yet. Okay, so, so what would the situation be with somebody like Beetlejuice, where uh, you would have to say their name three times to release them from the neither world, but once they're released, they have kind of like omnipotent power? I mean, what is the circumstance for death where something like that occurs? Do you know? You you don't know. You're giving me the super confused face because, like, okay, because in that movie though, like he Juno, the caseworker, says like they used to be partners. So, but Juno works for basically like the ghost DMV, and you are. I am totally losing you, aren't I? Um, that movie is fictitious. So you're saying Tim Burton is not a prophet? He's an excellent artist. But not a prophet? Probably not. But there is a possibility. <laughs> oh, okay. So so you're not going to go there. Okay. Now, um, Old Scratch, is there anything that you would like to add uh, that our listeners should know? Just something you'd like to open up about? Just uh, something you'd like to share with the folks at home? All I can share is that our recent adventures, you and I... Uh-huh. Or at the best of my memory. Oh, well. You seem to keep it very active in life. Very interesting. Well, thank you. That's very kind of you to say. I think I'm not good at reading vocal inflections or facial expressions with, you know paranormal entities that much or people for that matter but okay well scratch thank you so much for this interview it has really been thought-provoking and i hope everybody at home enjoyed it too it's when it was worth the you know being super uncomfortableness it has been a pleasure <laughs> for one of us that's great okay so thanks so much and uh bye 
Okay, guys, so that was the episode, and I wanted to give a super extra special thanks to Weirdsley, who portrays Old Scratch, as he always does, and of course to our legendary announcer, Savage C. Walnar. Uh, we couldn't do it without you, and uh, thank you so much. I wanted to remind everybody that we're still doing our breast cancer awareness art drive on lostbreadcomic.com, so please go there, see beautiful artwork by amazing artists like Midnight Epithelium, Mosaics by Brit, who's put out some mosaic magnets for us. That's really awesome of her. Thank you so much. You can also see my artwork there, which... Uh, that would be awesome. I just finished uh, doing Horrorgasm and Gray Area Haunted Market and uh, was selling some art there. So hopefully I'll have some new shows in the future coming up. I'll let you know about that. But you can always buy my artwork on LostBreadComic.com if you want to go there. <laughs> and uh, so I also wanted to let you guys know that on Halloween, October 31st, it's coming up. Uh, we are going to be debuting Creeping Wave Radio Season 3. Yeah, we have been at this for three years. And of course, You Mind is the podcast created by Napoleon Doom, who is the lead character in Creeping Wave Radio. And uh, there's a whole cavalcade of characters and craziness for you to experience there. So go ahead and check that out. We are on uh, Apple Podcasts. We are on TuneIn. We're on Stitcher. We're on SoundCloud. Really, if you just Google Creeping Wave Radio, you should find a place that you can catch our podcast. And I hope you will, because we've been working really hard on that. We've got four episodes recorded, and then we're probably going to take a break during the holiday season and get right back at it. So that should be good. I also wanted to extend a super special thanks to our Patreons, Nikki Benfield and The Gramerica Show. They are amazing. They've been helping us since the very start, and we couldn't have gotten off the ground without them. If you would like to become a Patreon, I would love for you to do that, and uh, you can go ahead and do that by going to patreon.com slash lucidnap. Uh, if you can't commit to a monthly payment, or if you're just kind of like, uh, Patreon, no, don't like them, and uh, I, I hear a lot of you guys are, then you can go do uh, buymeacoffee.com slash lucidnap, and you should be able to just uh, give a small donation there. Just kind of help us out. Just sort of support us. Uh, give us the tiny little boost that helps make all the difference for us. Uh, when you're working as a professional artist and creator, uh, money is sometimes hard to come by for the little extra side projects that you put on. And this is one of those projects. So uh, every little bit helps. So thank you so much to all of you guys who are supporting us. And, you know, you can also support us just by going to all of our social media sites. We have got Facebook. We've got Tumblr. We've got Instagram. Instagram's mostly where I post all my stuff. And all those links, of course, are in the description box below. Okay, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Our theme song is Demilitarized Zone by Ethan Mexel. Excellent job, Ethan. I hope you enjoyed the show, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.